Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We have a fun one-part show for you guys today. Um, it's a show topic that Julie's been working on for a while. You guys are going to love it. Before we get to it, we are going to um, a couple quick reminders. Uh, this one's specifically for Premier Coaching members. So Premier Coaching, Premier Coaching Plus, Premier Coaching VIP. If you do not have your pre-listing pack done for the month of April, we are going to provide or give access to really the opportunity for you to work directly with one of our internal marketing folks. And she is doing these on the nights and weekends to help you guys finish them out. She was charging $300 a month to get these done, but for the month of April and April only, uh, she'll uh, do the PLP for you for half off. And on checkout for the PLP, just put um, April 50. Now, it, this is only available to Premier Coaching members, and no, you cannot buy the pre, our pre-listing pre pack unless you're a Premier Coaching member. Um, and Julie will on the premier coaching calls have a link uh, to do this on the checkout for the checkout page because some of you guys are going to say, well, how do I buy this? It's premier coaching members on the website, on the Harris Learning website. There's a very clear way to go about uh, purchasing that and just use April 50 on the checkout. Next announcement, Agent VIP Mastermind. I was told this morning we still have a few seats left. So the event is taking place the last Saturday in July. I know it's a ways off and some of you guys like to procrastinate planning, but I strongly encourage you to grab your seats today. This is going to be taking place in Austin, just a little bit north of Austin, actually in Georgetown, uh, hosted by Julie, myself, and probably five or six of our top producing agents. And of course, we have the world famous author, Ryan Holiday, who's coming in on the in the afternoon to do some uh, presenting on his uh, one of his books, which is Ego is the Enemy. You guys probably know him also from Obstacles the Way. He's written a lot of books on stoicism, things like that. So he's going to be there Saturday afternoon. It's going to be a lot of fun. This is going to be a very high-end event, a mastermind event. We're really excited about it. Make sure you secure your seat today. Go to harrisvipmastermind.com. And I believe Julie has some folks that she would like to recognize and show some appreciation towards from our various Facebook pages and whatnot. Julie? Yes. So speaking of the pre-listing package, here is a fantastic story right out of the front lines of using it. This is a story about its effectiveness from Krista Bailey Mann. Krista writes on the private Facebook page, which means she is a premier coaching member. She writes, I dropped off my newly finished pre-listing package ahead of a listing appointment last night. When I got to the appointment and we sat down to talk, they had zero questions about who I was or even about commission. They just wanted to know listing price and how fast I could get it on the market. I know they won't all be so easy, but getting my pre-listing package in their hands ahead of the appointment helped make the meeting all about them, not about me. Thanks, Tim and Julie. Okay, so I wrote back, of course, as did one of our other great coaching members, Mark Conan, who asked her, great job. Did you personally drop it off in hand or use the FedEx envelope? Did you have a cover letter or go with it or the folder? He was just asking details. Well, Krista writes, I hand-delivered it with the PLP just in a folder. At the same time, I covertly snapped a picture of their house for the cover of the CMA. Nice job, Krista. Ah, and classy. congrats on your new listing. Very classy and a fantastic example 
of the power of that PLP. So really no excuses. Get it done and then go use it like Krista did. Back to you, Tim. We had a lot of interesting feedback from some of the podcasts that we did for some of our guests over the past couple of weeks. And I want you guys to make sure you're listening to the top producer interviews. I like the one we did last week, especially uh, Kyle uh, Whistle. He was one of these agents that you would have assumed would have been beating the big team drum and he would have been basically all sort of, you know, that sort of mindset, big team and big numbers and da, 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 da. And he was one of these agents. Frankly, we have a lot of coaching clients like this who did the team thing, tried to do the team thing, tried to sort of follow the MREA and all these other things that you guys think are, you know, absolute scripture in real estate. And we've been telling you from personal experience, coaching agents for the past, uh, I mean, this is, we've seen the other side of that rainbow with regards to the whole big team thing. We experienced it personally in our own real estate practice. We've seen it really uh, for the past 20 years of coaching time and time again. And we were the only ones for a long time that were saying the big team model is, I mean, frankly, it's a great model for selling lots of houses, a really crappy model. If you, as the person who owns the team, the rainmaker, whatever the sort of PC term is, you being the boss. And what Kyle said, I think, was really, you know, it drove it home to for a lot of you listening, because you've heard Julie and I say this so often, and I think maybe you guys have sort of filtered what we say. But here he is. He has the number one team in San Diego, one of the most, I don't know, acclaimed uh, real estate teams in the whole entire country, just selling hundreds of hundreds of houses. Just, you know, guys, the guy is very successful. And he straight up said, he wishes he would have never done the team in the first place. He's getting rid of his team. He actually started his own brokerage, and he said he's getting rid of his brokerage. I mean, so some of you guys chase these um, false profits and believing that you're going to build this team and you're going to sell it. You won't. Some of you believe you're going to build a brokerage and you're going to sell it. You might. But the thing is, is listen to Kyle talk about it. The way the math actually works on those sales, it's not worth doing. So at the end of the day, and this is where he went with this, and this is where, frankly, we've been coaching all of you guys to understand the only place to go is he's going to get rid of his team, get rid of his brokerage. He joined another brokerage, and what he's going to do is focusing all of his best energies on basically chasing listings. That's what we have been telling you guys to do. That's what our book, Harris Rules, that's the underlying tone of the entire book, is basically do not waste time on trying to basically chase numbers, chase profit. Focus on being of service to other people, doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level, and build the business, your practice on the listings, not on buyers, not on buyer sides, not on buying buyer sides, not on all this other stuff. Now, Kyle is very deeply focused on, you know, he doesn't prospect. He does a lot of centers of influence and past client things. And so if you guys haven't listened to that po uh, that podcast, make sure you go back and listen to that. And the other one I really liked was the one I did with Jeff Sislo. Julie and I had known Jeff Sislo for, oh, 25 years. And Jeff is one of these guys that basically does prospect and he has never built his business around a big team, never built his business around buying leads. And you can listen to those guys, the juxtaposition of those two gentlemen speaking and describing their experiences in this industry. I think it'll become very clear that even though what we tell you guys is not trendy, even though what we tell you guys is not what you'll hear other coaches and whatnot telling you, but it's all, but what it is, it's the truth. If your goal is to make profit, and profit is where your business or your money works for you and you no longer have to work for your money. If that's your goal to actually becoming rich, um, and if you want to stop believing the myths, you know what Jeff knew, and um, matter of fact, I believe that Jeff was one of the first people we maybe learned this from because we met Jeff at really when the whole team thing was starting. And I remember Jeff was always focused on being of service to his customers at the highest level and focusing on maximum profit for transact per transaction. And just the, the teams, many of the teams, 
they're basically driven off ego. They're driven off the ability for somebody to say, I sold 400 houses. How many did you sell? Even though the only profit they're actually making, and if you don't believe me, listen to Kyle and Jeff, even though the only profit they're actually making was from their own personal transactions. So what Kyle said is he realized that the only money he was making, I'm saying this for the third time, listeners, is it breaking through to your head, into your heads, is the only money he was making. Not the He was making no profit off the transactions from his staff. He was making profit only from the deals he was personally doing. Guys, that sucks. Because along the way, he had to, for, you know, basically he has to hire, train, fire, deal with all the legal ramifications of, I mean, all the headaches that go with having a team, not worth it. If you just focus on basically your own per, personal production on the listing side, you guys do not have to experience some of the hardships that so many of these other guys and gals have experienced over the years. Do what Jeff does. And just focus on listings, focus on building a very profitable business. Jeff actually spent most of the podcast talking about what happens to your business after you've accumulated millions of dollars. What happens to your business after you've accumulated assets that produce income for you? So you have a path to choose. You need to choose the path that's going to produce profit. You need to choose a path that's going to make you rich and realize that a lot of the other stuff that's being told to you guys is the same crap that's been out there for decades and it's never worked. It's all the stuff that you guys, some of you just love the idea that you're going to be able to delegate all the heavy lifting in your business to other people. And you're going to be able to somehow never have to master the art of being the best version of a salesperson you are. Some of you actually believe that. And I really need you to think intellectually and go do your own homework and find out if who you want to be like. Who, where do you want to be in five years? Do you want to be rich or do you just want to be pounding more units? You can choose. One will get you there. The other won't. There it is. Do your own homework. Listen to those podcasts. So, Julie, what's today's topic? Yes, we are talking about something that they all crave according to their coaching calls, et cetera, and we hear it on Premiere, mindset bliss, which, of course, is a myth, but we can certainly work towards having more bliss in our mindset in this business. So how to achieve mindset bliss by finding the simplicity in real estate on a daily basis. There's a quote I like by Thomas Mann. He said, order and simplification are the first steps towards the mastery of a subject. Albert Einstein said, everything should be made as simple as possible, but not simpler. And I could go on. So how do you deal with that with real estate? Doesn't it seem, you know, a coach friend of mine calls it the, um, the box of snakes that lives under your desk. And all you have to do is let the lid off. Well, what's the box of snakes? It's your email, your voicemail, your text, you know, everything that's going on. It does seem sometimes... We hear this from you, and remember, we sold real estate at a high level for a very long time. We get it. does seem like it's a constant box of snakes sometimes, trying to get them back in that box. So how do you reconcile all of this without losing your marbles? Well, your real estate day consists of different sections. You've got your pre-business routine, your morning business schedule, lunch, and then your afternoon schedule. So work to simplify and purify each section of your day, and you will find you're getting into more control and less snakes. Does that make sense, Tom? It does. So it look, but so Julie, let's make this practical and tactical as possible and less cerebral. Yeah. It, and guys, in your business, in your, in your professional lives, what you'll discover is that really it only comes down to basically being really good at, you don't even have to do the best, honestly, but just be really good at three to five things every single day. And then you need to give yourself permission to to stop allowing the other things that cause you stress to dominate your life. 
And what you'll discover if you focus on the, if your North Star is being of service to other folks and, and essentially being a listing agent, when you just focus all your best energies on those two powerful mindset things, everything on the other side of that is going to be amazing because you're going to start building profit and then you're going to start giving yourself permission to stop buying leads, stop doing dumb things that waste your time and money, stop doing dumb things that cause you stress. You're going to folk, you're going to build a real estate practice when it's based on listings that's going to make it so you have a real business with inventory opposed to what some of you guys are suffering through. So as Julie's going through these thoughts, I want you to ask yourself, what is it that I can do today to have an immediate effect on basically my mindset and feeling a sense of security, feeling a sense of optimism on a day, day in and day, uh, daily basis. And if you go through your mind, if you go through your day, rather, you go through the things you've done so far today and you ask yourself, was that a money servicing thing or a money, a money earning thing? In other words, does this particular thing that's screaming at me that it needs to get done, is that really going to lead directly to me being able to help someone in a real estate transaction? Or is this just some silly thing that I think maybe one day, hopefully, we'll maybe create some sort of maybe something in the future? You guys get the idea? So much of your time, energy, and mostly money is being spent on speculative activities, which often are a waste of time. And you're not clear about where your efforts should be spent. Listen to Julie's points. And I think your own intellect will basically clear the clouds. Julie? Yes, thank you for that. So keeping it simple, remember this next section is just your pre-work routine. Consistent wake-up time. You know, when we work on schedules, and this is in the Harris Rules book, which they can find on Amazon if they haven't got that yet, just type in Harris Rules book. We talk about this, creating your schedule. It starts with a consistent wake-up time. Stop hitting the lazy button. That's called snooze. Some of you, every day is different depending on if you have appointments or if you don't have appointments or how you're feeling or if it's sunny or if it's snowing. Have a consistent wake-up time. Normal people do. Okay? If you had a, quote, real job, you would be getting up, you would be getting to work. So you better act like that. Now, before you get there, before you're in work mode, meditation, even if it's 10 or 20 minutes, it helps to get your head screwed on straight. Exercise, get your heart rate pumping. It makes you excited to take on the day instead of, you know, rolling into the day when you get to it. And eight ounces of water I put on there, Tim, I read a great article not too long ago that said oftentimes people think that they are tired, depressed, something's wrong with them, when in fact all it is is that they're dehydrated. So at least eight ounces of water to start. And I'm not sure whether coffee counts uh, as part of that. Hey, 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 hold on. Coffee's got, <laughs> coffee's got water in it. <laughs> coffee counts. That's true. I guess it maybe it counts. Okay. So Mildred Norman said, the simplification of life is one of the steps to inner peace. So I think all of those things should be consistent every day. You and I run our mornings very consistently day in and day out. So that's before you even get to work. Now, Next comes your morning work schedule. This starts with a media-free morning. I don't know why you would pollute your brain with news and traffic and drama when you're supposed to be power, powerful and effective during the day. Nothing that will drag you down faster than just turning on the radio and the news and, or your TV. So media-free morning. Media-free life is even better, but start with the morning. Then have a policy of 100% lead follow-up before noon. Why? Because I can almost guarantee you, unless you just got your license and have nothing going on, the most of you, 99% of you, 
something's going to happen today. You're going to have a cut appraisal, a difficult inspection, a buyer's not going to get their financing, whatever, something's going to happen. But when, not if, but when you have done 100% of your lead follow-up and set new appointments before noon, go sideways as they will, and you'll have to put out those fires, you're going to feel so much better about it when you have other appointments set up, aren't you? The only way that's going to happen is to get through your lead follow-up every single day. And I'll tell you, when you, when you do this every single day, it's not this mound of lead follow-up from leads past, and I can't remember where I put this one and what's going on with that one. You do it every single day. You might only spend 10 minutes to half an hour on it instead of building it up to the leads that you'll follow up on when you finally feel desperate enough to call some people. And then, of course, one to two hours of new lead generation, which can come in many flavors. Anything you want to add to that, Tim? Just take a half morning. step back. When you, when you wake up, guys, yep. the worst thing ever for you to do is basically tune into any kind of media. And I, often, I also mean the email. You literally need to make it so that when you wake up in the morning, nobody can get to you. Literally. You need yep. to not listen to the radio. You need to not listen to talk shows. You need to not read anything on the internet. Try to, again, avoid your email. Try to anything. Just completely and totally isolate yourself in the morning. Otherwise, somebody else's drama is going to dominate your day. It's too easy for all of us to do. It's very easy for us to get sucked into some other BS drama, and then all of a sudden your whole day is ruined. You know what I'm talking about, guys? And let's be honest, some of you guys look for the BS drama, so you don't, so you don't have to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. Some of you love the drama first thing in the morning, because then it gives you an excuse not to actually have to do any proactive lead generation, a.k.a. prospecting. So keep those things in mind. Julie? That's right. We have agent cams strapped to some of you. We know what's going on. So, okay, so Anthony Robbins has this great quote, which I think has been turned into the quote, uh, done is better than perfect, which is more clear. What he said was, complexity is the enemy of execution, which I think is done is better than perfect. But overcomplicating your, ske your schedule can make it so you never follow your schedule. So complexity is the enemy of execution. Moving on to our lunchtime simplicity. Here's a thought, actually eat lunch and do it at a regular time, like normal working people do. I will never forget a closing I went to with one of our colleagues. Her first name is Wendy, you'll remember from ages ago. And we had a closing together, you know, Midwest roundtable closing, and she was like 20 minutes late, looked like a tornado blew her in. Her file was, you know, papers coming out of it, and her thing was like, you know, I haven't eaten lunch in three days. It's like a badge of honor for agents. Somehow it's twisted that agents act like this, but it's not normal, it's not healthy, and it's not professional. So instead, actually eat lunch, and even better, have something planned out that's not eating junk. Do it regular time, like normal working people, and do it with a past client or somebody from your center of influence. If this counts as prospecting, guys. Then end lunch on time, and get back to your office and get back to work. Bruce Lee said, quote, it is not a daily increase, but a daily decrease. Hack away at the inessentials. I think that's an interesting way to look at running your schedule. Hack away at the things that don't matter. Anything you want to add to the lunchtime drill, Tim? I'm trying to get these guys into a consistent, dollar productive, and organized fashion. Honestly, when you were saying that, I was thinking to myself, Julie, how the hell will they know what is or isn't essential? That's what I was thinking. I mean, how will they know? That, <laughs> well, think, I mean, truth, you, but here's the problem. You guys, you guys go to these different Facebook groups. You go to these different gurus and seminars, and you read different things. You, you're, I have no idea how much money is made from selling stuff to realtors every year. 
but it has to be, it, I know it's billions of dollars. It has to be billions of dollars. If you include Zillow's revenue, they make a billion dollars a year. You know, it has to be billions of dollars. So you guys are getting into the business. Some of you are brand new in the industry. Some of you have been in the industry for a while. So, you know, your skin's a little bit thicker, but the reality of it is, is a lot of you guys don't know what is important and you have no business background. You've never worked for yourself. You don't have a family, nothing. You have literally no, the probability of you succeeding is about zero. And then you get into these offices where the brokers and office managers tell you to start buying buyer leads. You know, they start, or they start saying like, you just all, they, you are surrounded with really shitty advice. That's really the bottom line. And you don't know what to say no to. So I'm going to make it really simple as quickly as I can. You need to so, say no to anything that results that basically is you buying leads. Number one, you need to say no to anything when you're, it doesn't matter really at any level of production, you need to really, really say no to at building a team. And really by building a team, I mean, assistants are great. That's one thing. But the idea of adding an army of buyer agents where you have to feed them like hungry, pissed off baby birds in a nest, you know, buyer leads, that's insanity. It's proven countless times. I'm not going to talk about that again. But the reality of it is, is that's no way to make profit. And, the, and then you need to say no to all these other little gimmicks that you guys are surrounded by. Don't spend so much time worrying about video marketing. Don't spend so much time worrying about Facebook ads. All that stuff is basically mental masturbation, which can take place as in the afternoon after you've done all the heavy lifting every day. So here's one of the things that will cut, the, cut through the crap as fast as possible. So listen to this simple question. If I were to write now, if I were in front of you right now, and I were to ha give you a list of 10 motivated must-sell sellers, sellers that want to list their house right away, probably with you. And they were, it's just a beautiful situation. You're signing the yard, seller's got to sell, they're going to price it right, great house, everything. I'm going to give you a list of 10 people like that. What would you pay me? Now, see, here's what I know. I know some of you guys are paying literally thousands of dollars for shitty seller leads. Most of you guys who are buying buyer leads, you've never actually figured out how much that buyer lead costs you. But if you factor in uh, all the wasted leads, all the, uh, look, we were doing some Facebook advertising and I have to tell you, we stopped doing it because it was such a waste of money because all the leads that you'd get from Facebook advertising, I actually believe that a lot of the stuff that Facebook sells as a lead, it, it's some kind of scam. We were getting people that were from like Tibet that never even sold real estate before. And somehow they were interested in something in one of our podcasts about selling real estate. I don't believe that. That's not some algorithm change. That's somebody basically trying to sell, get me to pay for you know, a lead and didn't think I would be smart enough to drill down to figure out whether it was quality or not. You are stuck in a paradigm where like you're looking at Zillow ads or Zillow leads. Zillow came out and said, hey, guess what? We're now going to integrate a, 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 an added service where we're going to start coming through all the crappy leads that we sell to you guys. And then we're going to charge you to go through all the crappy leads that we're selling. Guys, are you getting my point here? It is insane. It's never ending. So if I were to go to you and I say, listen, you know, Bob, the agent or Sally, the agent, I've got a list of 10 motivated must sell sellers right now. What will you pay me for those? You will pay me on average, 25 to 35% of the commission you'd earn from getting them listed, wouldn't you? Happily. Some of you would pay me more. And yet, those, list, those listing leads are free. They're free. They're everywhere. On your way to work today, or maybe right now you're in the car listening to us, or you're jogging by, a FISBO. That's somebody who has to sell their house. And yet, you won't knock on that door. Why? Why won't you do it? And there's like at now, least 20 really- on the sign. Yeah, like there's 20 really so 
there's 20 really solid lead sources that you guys can be chasing for listing leads that cost you nothing. But what do they require? That you have some skill. They do require that you get over your own head junk about the fact that your job is to be proactive about lead generation. The agent's making all the money, and you know this is true. You know this is true. The agents making the money are the ones that basically have taken the time to get, develop a skill set that makes it so that when they're in front of a perspective, doesn't matter what kind of seller, that they're going to get that listing. Why are you spending so much time trying to fake it? Why are you spending so much time trying to take half measures and buy your business? Why are you taking so much time? Look at all the things that are being sold to you guys. If anybody calls you up and tells you that they're, whatever it is, is going to somehow make it so you can avoid what you're fearful of the most, which is basically essentially being a salesperson. That is what most of you guys live in fear of, being seen as a salesperson, having to, you know, all those types of things. So if you were to set all that aside just for a moment for today's podcast and say, I am a salesperson and my, my goal in the next six months is to become the best version of a salesperson that I can. Set aside all your preconceived notions about what a salesperson actually means and drill down on the skills. Realize, guys, the highest people in the history of history have always been salespeople. There are no exceptions. A great doctor is a salesperson. They have to sell you on procedures. A great anything is a salesperson. Religious leaders are salespeople. You know, we're in Texas and Joel Osteen has like a billion people that go see him in Houston every Sunday. He's a salesperson. So your mindset about what a salesperson is probably screwed up. And furthermore, what you think you have to learn how to do in order to be a great salesperson is probably a little screwed up. And you're so seduced by the idea that you never have to learn how to do what you don't want to do and you don't want to do at the highest level that you will fork over your credit card endless times for anybody that calls you and says, hey, dude, mail this direct piece, direct mail piece, do this Facebook ad, do this, do the other thing, do all this passive marketing crap, say no to passive marketing stuff. Now, some of it works, but some of it, that's, those are not your primary lead sources and they never will be. The stuff that we ask you guys kindly usually to do, and if you listen to our superstar interviews, those are the things that work. Just do those things. And 99% of the time, they're free. The lead sources are free. Think about this, guys. Does it make sense the path you're on? Does it make sense the guru you're listening to? Is he trying to seduce you into being lazier, believing you can buy your business, believing you can you know, succumb to your fear of being a salesperson and being proactive as a lead generator? Sorry, Julie, rant over. Finish your points, please. <laughs> it's okay. It's all true, though. You know, it's the easiest thing to sell them in the world. You won't have to work. And then, you know, what I love is when agents will then say, well, where are my leads? It's not working. Then those companies will say, well, you just have to tweak what you're saying, right? Or you just have to wait longer. Yeah, that's great, too. So anyway, we digress, but it's all true. So point no, the last point is simplicity in your afternoon work schedule. One hour transaction management or management of your transaction coordinator. That's right, just one hour. Well, what if I have 10 deals pending? You better have a transaction coordinator. Meet with them, make sure they know what they're doing and they're informing you of what's going on. If you're the transaction coordinator, limit your time to the fire putting out. Set a timer, an egg timer, an athletic timer, whatever it takes. Only give yourself an hour, maybe if you've got lots of deals, two hours tops to transaction coordinating. And once you get to that point, you probably need a TC anyway. Next, your afternoon is for buyer and seller appointments. If you ran your morning the right way, you will have buyer and seller appointments. If you don't have any appointments, 
prep for future appointments, doing your CMAs. Some of you are doing BPOs. This is what your afternoons are for. And of course, ne negotiating if applicable, but that's not gonna be every day. If all of the above is done, then guess what? It's lather, rinse, repeat. What should you do? The answer is always more lead generation and more lead follow-up. And then have a consistent end time, a quit in time. Again, badge of honor, which I don't agree with, is agents, you know, huh, I can't come home till 11 o'clock tonight. I'm going to skip dinner. I'm just going to work. Well, that's because you're being inefficient. It's not because you're doing a killer job. So have a regular quitting time. Your family will thank you. Even if you are single in an apartment, you will thank yourself for having an actual quitting time. Plato said, quote, in order to seek one's own direction, one must simplify the mechanics of ordinary everyday life. So we can blow this out and talk about more sort of lifestyle hacks, so to speak, schedule hacks, but you get the gist of it. I wanted to present a very simple way to look at your pre-work routine, your morning, your lunch, and your afternoon routine of lead generation. I'm going to let you wrap the call, Tim, because I have to get to Premier. So a lot of you are, and I appreciate it, requesting free coaching calls. We are able to facilitate those usually same day, if not early the next day. Just go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. We have a white paper on how to compete with the iBuyers. We did a show last week. It was, again, I should have mentioned this at the top of the show. You need to listen to it. Zillow is now in, the, in now buying homes and going to be reselling homes. Hey, guess what? If that's not a real estate brokerage, I don't know what is. Well, of course, they're going through real estate brokerages, but they are the middle of the transaction. They're the actual seller. So Zillow is in the real estate businesses, as we warned you and many others have for a long time. So there you go. There's a white paper on how you can actually compete with that, that you can download. Uh, just go to the podcast and listen to. Actually, I'll do you a favor. Let me see if I can pull it up. Um, actually, just go to this, go to uh, timandjulieharris.com and on the search bar, just put in the word Zillow and you'll find the podcast we did. Uh, last week about this. I think we did it on Friday and uh, download the show description, download the white paper. It is free. And then you can get information on how you can start your own iBuyers program. Hey guys, listen, we have your backs. You need to allow us to help you when you need help. Request your free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Have a fantastic day and we'll talk to you on the show tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.